Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Born Star, Born Star, Born Star, where you recognize, where you recognize you're a star, because you're a star wherever you are, whether you live in the United States of America, the UK, or basically anywhere in the whole universe, you're a star. Recognize your illumination, your power, and your ability to do whatever you put your mind to. If you focus and you work really hard, there's nothing you can't achieve. We need to have the mentality that we can do anything we put our minds to. Because if you actually focus and you work hard, you can do anything. So just think like that. And then you'll accomplish all your goals and you'll be like, I did it. Instead of thinking of ways you can't do it, think of ways you can do it and succeed. And do everything you put your mind to and be very successful doing it. Why can't you do it? It doesn't have anything to do with where you live, where you grew up, where you were brought up, where your parents lived. None of that matters. We're talking about you. We're talking about now. Why say you can't do something that you didn't try? That's not how it works. That's not how it works. And people need to change their mentality, always thinking that they can't achieve a goal or succeed at something because someone told them that they can't do it. Guess what? Someone is always telling someone else what they can't do. Guess what you do when people do that? These nosy neighbors, you just start singing, la, 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 la. And if you start singing that to them, I bet you they'll walk away. Uh, I bet you they will. They will. Anyways. The beginning of our conversation is going to be like it always is on Born to be a Star or Born Star. We're going to get right into no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed because they lie to us, they lie to us. Anyway, another day is Thursday and they still haven't figured out what they're going to do about this budget reconciliation bill where Democrats are supposed to pass everything themselves and they're trying to claim that we really need to spend 35 trillion dollars on stuff that doesn't make any sense to me not just me but any regular everyday joe or jill that goes to work and has a middle class lifestyle they just want to pay for their bills they just want to live in a decent place and they just want to work us people us here the young middle class we don't want to hear about people with kids because we don't have kids yet and we're not going to get a handout for having them. One. Two, we don't want to hear about new preschools because, again, our kids aren't going to go to them because you have to make a certain amount of money to qualify for your child to be in that program. And it's already called Head Start. So why are they creating another Head Start point two? Like, they already have one. And if it failed, maybe there's a reason why it failed. Maybe we should stop creating schools or budgets or all these things for bummy people to live off of another person's dime or nickel or dollar. If you want your own money, go out and get a job like everyone else. And if you want a better job where you make more money, then go to college. It's that simple. Outside of that, I don't want to hear about how we're just giving our money away. You know whose money is paying for this stuff? Mine, his, theirs, hers, his. People, regular, everyday, middle-class people are paying for stuff they're never going to see. Are they actually going to fix these stupid roads? Like, they keep redoing the roads over in the town that I live in. And I don't know why they redo it over. Because winter's coming and they're going to have to do it again. But it's the same crap show every year. And... We really do need to be worrying about infrastructure because the things they have here sucks. 
So they need to be fixed. And the infrastructure I'm talking about isn't a free daycare. I'm talking about the roads I have to drive on to get to work. As someone that doesn't work in a house, someone that has to drive to work like a lot of other people, they need to fix the roads. They need to fix the highways. They need to fix buildings that we work in. They need to fix a lot of things. And they're not going to be able to fix it by creating a bill where the money's not going into that. So, I don't want to hear progressive voices. I don't want to hear progressive stations or cash or the ridiculousness of pod save america pod save the world uh i'm not even going to add any other people in there's a lot of other progressive voices and thoughts and stuff too that are just blah blah blahing and whatever and i just i want these people to take a moment to listen to what they're hyping you want us to live in a communism where everyone is equal. That's that's not going to work here. It's just not. This can't be America, home of the free, land of the free, with communism. Because that's not free. Like the idea you want to keep just paying for ridiculous stuff for people to be bummy and not do anything... No, you don't deserve anything. I'm tired of us just handing out shit to people that don't deserve it. Like, if you're going to starve, guess whose problem that is? Yours. Guess whose problem it's not? Mine. I have food in my refrigerator. I work for it. No one gives it to me. No one's standing outside like, let's help her. Like, that's not how this works. It's called reality. Sometimes you get the easiness of it or you get the hardness of it. You have to make the decision how you want to live your life. And you can't get handouts. Because if you get too many handouts, you're not going to be able to do anything on your own. You don't have any sort of responsibility. And you don't understand things. I'm over it. I'm over it. Okay? Over it. O-B-E-R. Over it. Over it. Aren't you over it too? I'm over it. Yeah. These politicians, like we talked about yesterday, they're lying. They don't have a plan. This whole let's everybody get a uh, electric vehicle thing. How's that going to work here? Who's buying these electric cars? Like, granted, they look nice and it sounds great and all that. But how's this going to work? Like, how's it going to work for people that don't have houses, don't have anywhere to put these things for Teslas? Like, how's it going to work if you live in an apartment? How's it going to work? Blah, 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 blah. How are they actually going to do the things they're talking about? What's the plan here? Do they actually have plans for these ridiculous ideas that they have? Like, what are you doing? Do you know that you're funding Social Security money with my paycheck? Like, some of my taxes are going toward that. That's how you're funding this. This place is so bananas. Like, We have a system that gives people free money. It's bananas. It is bananas. It makes no sense. None. And I mean none. I'm just in awe. Like, I don't understand it. Like, these elderly politicians who think it's 1963 and it's 2022 almost need to be punched in the face. 
Like someone needs to say to them, how about I tax you a million times and take basically all your salary away on ridiculous taxes that don't do anything for normal people? Like you're talking about such a small percentage of the popularity. What are we talking about? They take the money from the middle class to pay for the poor class that doesn't do anything. Then they complain about the rich class that's paying for stuff for the poor class that's not doing anything for the middle class. You see what it just said? Then they want to overtax the rich class that's already paying. They're paying already. So we're going to make their taxes higher. The taxes that are going higher for the rich class isn't going to affect the middle class. And if it's not going to affect the middle class, how's it going to ever affect the poor class? And why does the poor class keep getting all these damn handouts? It's not my fault you're poor. That's not my problem. Like, sorry. Next, get a ticket and figure out your life. No one gives anybody a handout. That's not how this works. Parents are just going to their kids like, here's $50 million. Get started. That's not how this works. Parents aren't going to their kids like, I'll pay for your college. That's not how this works either. That is not how this works. If you want to live successfully and you want to be live a good life and you don't want to be dealing with any of this other insanity, get a job. Go to college, do things a certain way. If not, I don't want to hear you complain about your kid can't be in a special preschool. Why do you have a kid and you don't have an income? If it's during the day and you're not at work and your kid is home, there's a problem. There is a problem. P-R-O-L-B-E-M. Problem. You need to be at work. Your kids need to be in some environment where they're learning. Why are they at home? Like, unless you're a stay-at-home wife and your husband is making a really big amount of money and you have the ability to do that, even then, you still should have a job. People should be working. Why do we have an environment where we're okaying people not going to work? So we want them to be bummed. How are people walking around during the day? Why aren't you at work? Why do you get to just live for free? How does that work? The politicians have taken away any deadline to do anything. And the thing that they're working on to do is the most catastrophic nightmare, balloon of crap diarrhea just ever to be heard of. Just ever. Like, why don't we focus on issues that are really bad? Like this whole rigmarole of the doctor system of putting your hand on the spider web and trying to figure out where you exist in that. Why don't we figure out this tax nightmare? Like, really figure out the tax nightmare. Like, here's the thing. Don't tax anybody federal taxes that's not making $100,000. How about that? I don't even know if I would say $100,000. Because even at that point, you're still paying a higher amount of taxes for the $100,000. So maybe even one fifty, Like... Why don't we figure out a tax situation that's not going to punish the working class? Because it always does. And you know what they don't talk about on TYT? You know what they don't talk about on all these Democratic outlets? The middle class that has all these taxes. You know what they don't talk about? That. 
You know what they don't talk about? Inviting the bums that live on the street to live in their houses. You know what we don't talk about? Taking the money from their paychecks to give to them directly. That's what we don't talk about. Like if you're not actually going to be about the words that you're spilling and the stuff that you're siphoning off to your audience, then don't talk like that. And I'm a person that believes you need to work hard to play hard. So if you want to have a good life, you have to work hard for it. I really feel like that. Because no one gives anybody anything. That's not how this is supposed to work. If you have the mentality that someone owes you something, you need an awakening. Because that's not reality. The rest of the country is laughing at the United States of America for a great reason. Biden doesn't know what he's doing. All these morons that are in office. Oh, my God. Anyways, they suck. That's the news of the day. Nothing changed. It's still a bunch of moronic insanity. Welcome to your Thursday. Thank you for tuning in to No Media Allow, No Media Allow, No Media Allow. Because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. They literally lie to us all day, every day, 365 days a year, every second, minute, hour, day, decade, every day. They lie. All the news stations lie. That's all they do. Lying is their full-time job. Ignore them, just like I do. Okay, let's get into our conversation for this Thursday. First part of our conversation, how do we buy blinds? Like, is there a website you go on? Do you have to go to a blind store? How do you change the blinds? What if you don't want white blinds? What if you want black blinds? What if you want blue blinds? What if you don't want the blinds that come with the apartment building you live in? How do you change them? Do you go to the people in the office of the building you live in and say, hey, I want brown blinds. Are they going to look at you like you're crazy? Like, yeah, no, that's not happening. Like, no. Or can you only buy blinds if you own your own house? How's that work? Like, can you put up blinds whatever color you want if it's your property? Or can you ask people that own it to change it? Is that a thing? Like, we talked about shades already. And I feel like you have to go to, like, a shade store. But for blinds, how do you order blinds? Like, I feel like that's a situation where there's, like, a big blind store that you go to to figure it out. I don't think you can get blinds from, like, Lowe's and Home Depot. Maybe you can. Maybe I'm wrong. I feel like a lot of work goes into blinds. Because it's like it's on a hinge and everything has to be done correctly for it to work correctly. So, I don't know. I think blinds are sort of a nightmare. But you want to have blinds for privacy because you don't want people to be able to see directly into your window. So, how do you buy blinds? I think you're going to need to do some investigation of that first. And then find the direct color you want. And also, when you're picking a color, maybe be careful with what color you're picking because you don't want it to offset the room or anything. So, really take your time when you're deciding that. That's my advice for that. Buying blinds. Take your time and really investigate it first before you spend a ridiculous amount of money on something that you don't know if you really want to necessarily change. And if you want to get the shades, definitely figure out a color that goes with the room and setting that you're decorating it in. Just saying, just saying. Next part of the conversation. Are shades better than curtains? I don't know. I kind of feel like a shade is probably easier because you're just pulling it down and curtains go on the windows differently than shades. In some ways, they're sort of similar and in other ways, they're not. So there's that. Um, I, I feel like you're looking for easiness. So maybe go with the shades. 
Um, but if you have shades, then I don't know if you need blinds. But if you have curtains, uh, you could have blinds too. It kind of p- depends on what room you're setting up and what this is going into. I think that's all dependent on how you navigate and utilize all these things. It's the room that it's going into. Next part of our conversation. When's the last time you bought flowers? Like, when have you, when's the last time you brought, like, fresh flowers from, like, the flower store or the grocery store, I guess? Because I don't really know of any flower stores, quite honestly. Um, there's websites where you can buy flowers off of, but, like, for me, I don't see why I would use a website. I feel like I would just go to a flower store and buy them directly versus that. I wouldn't want to wait for that. Like, I don't I don't see the allure of that. Um, I can't tell you the last time I bought flowers. It's been a long time. Um, I like to get the flake flowers out of the Dollar Tree and decorate um, and put them in a vase in my living room to have the appeal of whatever the season is. And I like to change that up every so often. But outside of fake flowers, I don't really get real flowers because they die so fast. And, um... I don't, I don't have an, a, a thing about flower. I'm not into flowers like that. Some people love flowers. I'm not one of them. Don't ask me why. Just not a fan. Not a fan. It, it doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't. Um, they smell good and all. But I also think that when you're buying flowers online, they charge a ridiculous price. I get flowers for like Valentine's Day, so that's always wonderful to get like a dozen roses on Valentine's or whatever flowers I get from a skip. Um, and it's nice to get that as a surprise for Valentine's Day or like an anniversary or maybe a birthday or some sort of a celebration. Okay, like I think I got flowers when I graduated from college. That was nice. That's like the time when you're getting flowers, but outside of something special, I, I'm, I don't see the point in getting flowers all the time. Some people like that, but I don't get it. I don't think they're needed all the time. And if flowers were so important, wouldn't there be more florists everywhere? There seems to be a limitation on florists because I'm not seeing them like that. So that also coincides with what I just said. I don't know about that. I don't know. Next part of the conversation. Find happiness, even if it is difficult. Sometimes it is difficult to find happiness because the dawning of negativity and depression and I can't do this and the inability to see the light and the darkness will sometimes get to you. Sometimes you'll want to drown yourself in sorrow and pain and misery because it might feel good. But instead of doing that, step away from it, walk away from it and surround yourself in light and happiness and laughter and love and in lounging around and in living. You're not gonna find anything better than living. Living sometimes comes with obstacles. We always talk about you might thought you were gonna go one way, but you end up another. You might've thought you were gonna be friends with one person, but that ended. Who knows? One relationship will work, one relationship won't work. Some things will be great, some things will be hard. That's just called life. It's not perfect, it's imperfect. And, and that's just a part of every day. So you're feeling like this, but you're not feeling like this alone. You're not alone. 
Um, this isn't a, a, a situation where you have to find the good. You have to find a smile. You have to laugh. Sometimes you just got to get the remote, put on some peacock, and put on Michael. And just look at him burn his foot on the foreman grill because he said he wanted to make bacon for breakfast. Okay? Sometimes you just need to have that in your life. That will definitely, definitely change your mood. Watching some moron trying to bake his foot for breakfast and then have to go to work after with a burnt foot. Just imagine that. Just imagine that. That's for us ordinary, everyday Americans that just want a little good in life. Watching uh, The Office or Curb Your Enthusiasm or any of these stupid shows will definitely lighten up your day, will lighten up your load, and will definitely turn your frown upside down to a big smile. Because you can't believe the insanity of this manager. Like the stuff he's talking about with his co-workers or the people. And Dwight. Just Dwight is just such a nightmare. Oh my god. He is a nightmare. It's just... I don't know. It's questionable. It's really, really questionable. But it's important. So, if things are difficult, find a way to laugh. Put on office and just laugh all night long. I do. You should too. Next part of the conversation, is WWE good or not? I feel like it's good, but I don't know any of the dudes that are, like, fighting. I don't know. Like, it's good, but then it's kind of, like, fake, but you know it's fake, but you like it because it's fake and it's loud and it's like, oh, I'll up in your face. Would it be not like it's like this kind of a like vibe that's okay, but after a while it's just like I don't know. Like I'm not I'm not really feeling these dudes like punching each other. Like it's sort of entertaining, but at the same time, like why am I looking at this? I don't know. That's how I've been feeling about fighting. Like I kind of think I like Raw better, honestly. I feel like that's better than WWE. But, I mean, if you like WWE, don't stop liking it because it said that. It's still cool in its own way. It's just, I don't know. It's not prospering the way I would have thought it would be. Next part of our conversation. Commercials are so annoying. Aren't they irritating when you're trying to watch something and then it gets to the good part and then they cut to commercial? Like, that's the great thing about having Netflix or Hulu or whatever. There aren't any commercials. They're not cutting to anything. You don't have to wait for some pharmaceutical pharmaceutical commercial telling you about a heart disease that you might get when you're 50 and you're 22 like why are you telling me about things i'm not going to get anytime soon why am i looking at pharmaceutical commercials for diabetes and i don't have diabetes why am i looking for pharmaceutical commercials about gout i don't even know what gout is what are we talking about are you seriously telling me about breast implants like why am i learning about this stuff like I don't want to hear about some ugly car I'm never going to drive. And I don't want to know about roofing on a house I don't have yet. You see all these things I'm talking about? Or like on the on the Hallmark channel, they have this weird commercial where it talks about this facial cream that will make a 50-year-old look like she's a 40-year-old. I'm not old. I look like I'm 16 years old. Why would I want that on my face, man? Why would I spend $150 for something for my face? I don't even wear makeup. I don't even know how to put it on. Like, are you kidding me? 
Oh my god. Just and then they have these weird commercials about like detergent where like it's it's some bigger deal about detergent and then they got John Cena and like hefty hefty hefty. Like granted he's cool or whatever, but like where do they get these commercial ideas? Like I think the car insurance are the the funniest ones because they're irritating like the Geico ones. They're so annoying. Like, they're so annoying. Like, they're really irritating. Like, but I think they're irritating because they want to get into your mind. Like, that's what commercials are. Like, it's to make you want something that you might not necessarily need. But some of the commercials are too long, especially like the info commercials when they're willingly telling you to go buy a pot that costs like 200 because you desperately need a $200 pot in your life. When am I ever going to use this $200 pot? Like, why do I want that? Like, I don't want that. Pass. No. It's ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. Commercials are annoying. If I could watch everything without a commercial, I'd want to. But I guess the commercials are necessary because they need ads to play what's on the screen. So, uh, it's a give and take. You, you got to deal with the stupid commercials. Even though I hate them. Next part of our conversation, a good mystery is worth watching. A good mystery is worth watching, which is why I do like watching Murder, She Wrote, which is why I love Monk, which is why I love uh, Murders in the Building, and I love any opportunity I can get to watch shows like that because I love solving mysteries. I like trying to figure out the who done it, the why, the where, the how. I love those kind of mysteries, and I think they need to make more of them. And I like when they do it on a weekly basis, so I'm waiting to see what happens next. I like that too. Like, do more of that. TV hasn't had a great way of doing that. I think Murder, She Wrote, Monk, a bunch of the shows that they uh, play. Um, uh, what is the other one? Um, the one? The other one that comes on um, uh, Hallmark. Um, the one about the doctors. That one's a pretty good one. There's a couple of them that are really good. Like Dick Tracy was not really a mystery but there's a bunch of older shows that came out in like the 80s and like the early 90s that are mysteries that are really good like really good and now they've just been unable to do it again um there's been a couple where they've tried but most of them have been real failures but you know i gotta tell you that murders in a building is pretty entertaining it's pretty just hilarious so you know and I kind of watch Murder, She Wrote every day. I find it entertaining. Even though I've seen most of them before, I still watch it again. Because sometimes when I watch it again, I find things that I didn't see the first time I looked at it. So I find it interesting be able to, being able to look at it again. So if you find a good mystery, take the time to decipher the mystery to try to figure out, to see if you can figure out who the murderer is. That's the best part of the mystery, trying to figure out who did it. Me and my mom um, have been reading Mary Higgins Clark. And we, uh, the first book that we read of hers was very good. Um, it was such a great mystery. And, um, I definitely got to recommend her as an author for you to read. Um, and I definitely got to recommend Murder, She Wrote as a show for you to watch. Granted, it ended in the early 90s, but it is still, it still has lived up and it has aged very well. So if you want a show that has aged very well, you're going to like that. Next part of our conversation, outside of mysteries, also go watch Murders in the Building, because 
Who knows who did it? Who knows who did it? What's next for Netflix? I mean, what is next for Netflix? They've had stuff on all summer. And they've been doing a great job. I'm hoping that, you know, they decide to put out the next season of one of my favorite shows that I've been waiting for so patiently. But I'll just continue to wait. Uh, Hopefully that's coming out soon. What is next for Netflix? Hopefully they do something good for Halloween. Uh, they're prepared for the holiday season and they've got some good like holiday um, movies that they come out with on their own. I hope they just keep pushing out good things like they've been doing. So every time something comes out, I can't wait to watch it. I watch it. I enjoy it. It's good. Like if they keep moving the way they're operating now with good things, I don't think they're going to have any problems. And I think, I, In fact, I think they're going to have more people watching. So I think they should just keep doing what they're doing. They're doing a phenomenal job right now, and I got to tell you, I like it. I want more of it. Fear Street was amazing. Uh, The other show that came after it, uh, the one about Israel, amazing. Some of these movies that they've had, really good. Really, really, really good. The mass show that they had, amazing. Like, they're able to capture so much in so little bit of time. Even sex education, hilarious. Amazing. The kissing booth, amazing. Like, and I'm naming, like, Back to back to back to back to back things. Like Netflix is on top of it right now. Keep it up. Keep it up. I can't wait to see what's next. I'm literally excited. Like I can't wait to press the Netflix button on my smart TV and see what's next. I can't wait to push the app on my iPhone or my iPad or my MacBook Pro and I or my Amazon Fire Cube and see what's next from Netflix. Because who knows what's next? But I can't tell you, it's going to be awesome. I can tell you that. Because Netflix is doing something good right now. They're creating good quality. And that's what we want. Good quality. Next part of conversation. Is Peacock a contender too? Yes, it is a contender too. They've got their own Halloween collection. They came out with um, Halloween Kills. Which was, eh, okay, I guess. I kind of felt, I was hoping that the characters were going to be a little more Michael ready than they were. And they weren't. So for me, it was kind of like, eh, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. It was good. It was like a five. I wouldn't give it any higher than that. You know, like for it to be a really good horror movie, it has to have better things in it and it didn't have that but peacock is definitely a contender they've definitely been creating their own like peacock versions of things and they definitely have a an amazing assortment of shows on there so and movies and a bunch of other stuff too so i guess we got something else to talk about too with netflix and hulu peacock peacock slap your wings and fly because you're doing good um i guess we'll see what's next on there they've got our whole halloween connection so we're gonna keep spewing through that watching scary things every day until halloween and then even after halloween is over because we like halloween all throughout the year not just in october but in july and in december too yay halloween all day every day next part of our conversation making the best barbecue at home means you have to take time with the sauce to get that really tangy barbecue like taste to it you have to take your time 
you've got to do a concoction between mustard, ketchup, and some other mixtures too. You're going to need some brown sugar. You're going to need a good pan. You're going to have to get some hot sauce. You're going to have to add some other things into it to make this thick. It's barbecue sauce. You're going to have to tenderize the meat. You're going to have to put some love on the meat. You're going to have to put some flavor onto it. Like you're going to have to add some seasonings on this. You're going to have to let it sit in the moisture and the seasonings of it for a couple of hours. You're going to have to chop up the meat, whatever it is. You're going to have to add it into the barbecue sauce. And you can basically do whatever you want. Barbecue takes time. That's all I can say about barbecue. Like, it takes time. If you're making it fast and you're trying to make your own sauce, that's going to take even longer. If you're buying your barbecue sauce, you have to know what kind of sauce to buy. It has to be a good kind of sauce. Not a crappy kind, but a good kind. Barbecue takes time. It does. So be prepared for that. And you can make it at home. You can make it taste as good at home as as the restaurant. It doesn't matter. I'm not saying you can't do it at home. I'm just telling you it's going to take a little bit of time. So be prepared for that. Next part of the conversation. When's the last time you had good ribs? When's the last time I had good ribs? Last time I had good ribs is when my mom made it for us last week. She is the best. For the holiday, my mom made us some ribs with some greens, some homemade mac and cheese, some homemade cornbread. Whew, it was so good. It didn't even last a lot. It lasted like three days because we ate all of it. It was delicious. You know, she is really good at cooking ribs. My brother Todd is really good at cooking ribs too. I mean, we've had rib offs. We've had a lot of great times with ribs. And I got to tell you, between the two of them, I don't know who makes them better. Um, maybe it's mom. Because I don't know the last time I've had Todd's rib. But, you know, he's a great contender to mom. But my mom makes amazing ribs. So, mom, you make amazing ribs. I hope you know how much I love the ribs you make. I don't think I'll ever be able to make my ribs as good as you. Maybe you can give me a lesson. You never know. Next part of the conversation. Philly cheesesteak is even better in Philly. Yeah, like, I feel like everyone else that's trying to, like, make Philly cheesesteak is, like, making their version of it. Like, let's not call it Philly cheesesteak in New York. Like, that's not a Philly cheesesteak. That's a New York Philly cheesesteak. Like, that's not a Philly cheesesteak. That's an Illinois Philly cheesesteak. We can't even talk about California making cheesesteak. Maybe they have a little couple of shops there, you know, throughout California that's got the East Coast flair with it. But I don't know if there's a lot of those. But the only place you're going to find that at is someone that knows how to cook from New York or from Philly. So you're going to have to find a, a like a, a sandwich joint that's got the flavor of Philly in it with somebody that's from Philly cooking it. Because, uh-uh. Uh-uh. It's a thing about Philly cheesesteak. It's got to be done right or it's not right. I'm sorry. There's a certain way to do it. And not everybody knows how to do that correctly. Let's not lie about it. Let's be real. It's not good everywhere. Sometimes you eat a Philly cheesesteak and you're like, eh. And other times you eat the Philly cheesesteak and you're like, What's up with this cheese? Then you're like, what's up with this steak? Then you're like, what's up with this bread? Then sometimes you're just like, all of it is gross. This is nasty. You need a lesson. You need somebody from Philly to come give you a step-by-step 
lesson on how to make it correctly. But then again, I don't know if they can make it correctly because it's not Philly, it's another place. And it's just a thing where people constantly want to recreate things. But that doesn't always work. So for Philly cheesesteak, you really got to have a connoisseur in Philly cheesesteak that knows how to do an amazing job. And you have to find them. Once you're able to find someone who actually knows what they're doing, then you can enjoy the cheesesteak. That's what you got to do. You got to look for somebody who's authentically a Philadelphia connoisseur. Once you find them, then you ask them to make you a Philly cheesesteak. Or you go find one of them on one of these websites. Whether it be Pinterest, YouTube, uh, TikTok. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, the other one. Uh, what is the other one? The other thing, you know, I don't really use social media like that. I did used to use social media like that. But then I realized it sucks, so I stopped using it. Oh, uh, Snapchat. I don't know if you'll find anybody that wants to cook on Snapchat. But if you do, look at the video and see if you like it. I don't know. You might like it. Who knows? Next part of the conversation. The power of corn. Did you know that you could put corn in a lot of things? Not just like a side, but you can make like a soup. You can make Mexican corn. You can make spicy corn. You could like, you can make like a corn pie. You could do so much with corn. Just corn is a powerful tool to use when you're cooking. Because it could be a sweet corn. It could be like a more bitter corn. It could be part of a soup. It could be part of a, a skillet. Like there's so much you could do with corn. Just the sky is the limit. So I say try corn in your kitchen and see what you can do with it. That's the end of the pot today. Thank you for tuning in as always to Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. Will you recognize, will you recognize your star? And don't forget to watch uh, Halloween on Peacock and try to make sure you can figure out your barbecue sauce at home. And if you're buying blinds, maybe look online first. I will talk to you tomorrow on Friday. Bye. And remember, you are a star wherever you are.